Around 70% of B2B technology vendors now use intent data for prospecting, and a bevy of companies now promise to harvest that information and transform it into viable insights for enterprise go-to-market teams. Intent data solutions from market leaders like Bambora, Intensify, LeadSift, and others have allowed marketing teams to rapidly evolve their ABM programs from mass spray and pray tactics to more targeted personalized outreach campaigns. Sales and marketing teams spend more time nurturing prospects with an increased signal of interest and intent. Content marketing campaigns include messaging that directly address account pain points throughout the buying journey. Less time is spent on chasing large cold calling lists and more resources on specific in-market accounts that can drive revenue growth now. While sales and marketing teams have used intent data to focus and accelerate their prospecting efforts, many of these organizations still struggle to get the most out of their intent data investments. Why is this? If the intent data is identifying in-market accounts, why aren't all organizations using intent data for outbound efforts seeing huge jumps in resources? Why are at least 45% of organizations, as reported by Demand Science, challenged with converting intent leads to actual revenue? Why does Demand Science's study show, also show that 77% of organizations use intent data, experience intent data anxiety, and feel overwhelmed using intent data to capture high intent, high quality leads? I'm Christina Jaramillo, president of Personal ABM and host of the ABM Done Right podcast. And today I'm going to share the challenges that companies have with Bombora and other intent data providers. So the first problem I'm going to discuss is intent data in isolation is meaningless. During my ABM Done Right podcast with David Crane, he mentioned that Intensify Platforms gets 50 billion intent signals per month and 4.2 million, 4 million identified in-market accounts per month. So there's a lot of intent for sales and marketing leaders to act on. Yet, GTM teams using Bombora, Intensify, and others continue to treat all intent data quality this equally. They're challenged to uncover what they should be acting on and how they should be selecting in-market accounts to target. In truth, when intent data platforms pick up on a surge in activity, that could mean a potential customer is in-market and preparing to buy, or it could mean someone far removed from the company's purchasing committee is doing research on competitors or industry trends. Understanding who is generating each engagement and where and within what environment that engagement is happening is essential to evaluating whether there is true intent. Problem number two, most of the intent is from director levels and below. So it's not VPs in the C-suite that influence or make the buying decisions. Because GTM teams are just reacting to the intent data itself or the what versus aligning with the strategic priorities or the why, the teams are challenged to go up the food chain and drive strategic conversations. As David Crane, who's VP of Marketing at Intensify, has said many times, intent data has two general values. It identifies the accounts you should focus on and tells you what they care about, so you can provide each of them with the specific info they need. Unfortunately, most intent users only focus on the first value while they neglect the second. I'd like to add to that quote and say by neglecting the second value, they do not look for the why there's intent and the why is what should guide your communication so you can be relevant to decision makers and influencers that are not yet showing intent. Problem number three, intent data is not predictive. The fact is that intent data isn't predictive. It's actually backward looking. 
it poses significant latency as a marketing trigger, and it involves a lot more than subscription with a single vendor as a single vendor does not tell the full story. While intent data can help identify accounts and score a topic's resonance, it can't predict the account's propensity to buy. In addition, many intent data solutions fail to distinguish between implied and explicit intent, a distinction that can be critical to identify in-market accounts. Measuring success by delivering content to accounts that display implied intent at best will only drive awareness or provide the long, wrong level of content to prospects who should be in market for a different solution that you have. You need intent data from multiple sources, so both third-party and first-party data sources, predictive analytics, and a true understanding of target accounts. We need to enhance the data with context and greater account intelligence to close the gap from signal to action. Problem four. In talking to leadership, sales, marketing, and customer success teams about how they go to market using intent data, we've learned that many of these teams lacked an effective strategy for using intent signals in their prospecting and nurturing efforts. Intensify's B2B marketer state of intent report supports this as well. Their studies show that the top challenges organizations face with intent data include creating a strategy for intense use, measuring its impact, converting data into insights, and effectively acting on those intent insights. And not, it's not surprising that the latter three of these four challenges all result from the first primary challenge, creating a holistic strategy for, those, for the use of the intent data. This is why teams are still using a spray and pray approach, but now with targeted list of in-market accounts. They're still focused or too focused on scaling, marketing, nurturing, and prospecting as we try to reach as many in-market accounts as possible with digital ads, retargeted ads, email campaigns, LinkedIn messages, and phone calls. As they scale for reach, they lose the intimacy that's needed to open, engage, and close tier one accounts as the focus is not on the interactions they need to have and the experiences they need to deliver to those accounts needing their solutions. In many cases, there's no strategy on how we will get in-market identified accounts intent identified accounts to revenue. There's no thought about how to use the intent signals to select the content messaging and stories that will be needed to build the business case, teach for differentiation, and to influence selling conversations. In fact, 86% of content and messaging does not support a comprehensive ABM strategy. As a result, intent-driven nurturing sales efforts often have little commercial impact on buyers. We just have a bunch of the same tactics that sales and marketing are going to complete. They're taking the leads and running them through email or phone campaigns and treating all leads the same without any segmentation or prioritization. But because they're focused on in-market accounts, sales and marketing teams expect the results to be astronomically better. Like ABM, you need a strategy for intent data and you want to develop a phase strategy for rollout. Problem number five. Sales and marketing are not aligned on how they use intent data. It's vital marketing and sales teams are aligned before you implement intent data, as they're typically the main users of the tool. Customer success teams are argu arguably just as important. But research shows there's still work to be done. For example, an Ascend2 report found the top three complaints from BDRs or sellers regarding intent data's use are all consequences of poor sales, marketing, sales and marketing alignment with lack of message alignment with marketing at 42% being the second contender. 
A demand science report shows that 55% of organizations are not aligned on what constitute as intent data and how intent data should be acted on. Though general alignment is improving, many organizations continue to expect tools like intent data to magically solve alignment problems for them. In reality, however, most new tools, include, including intent and solutions, can only facilitate existing alignment rather than create alignment between teams and departments. As I've said many times before, ABM is about changing sales and marketing motions. It's about going to marketing or going to market and winning, protecting, and expanding tier one accounts as one team. Intent data is just a tool in your ABM toolbox, but it needs to support your ABM strategy that all teams align on. If B2B sales teams are only using intent to prioritize accounts, but not to optimize engagement tactics and messaging along marketing, they're wasting half of the value intent data can provide. While intent data's popularity has grown rapidly with B2B marketing teams in the last few years, the sophistication of its use for sales use cases is lagging. Consequently, many B2B organizations are missing out on a great deal of potential customers and revenue. We need to start filling the gaps and change how sales and marketing teams are using intent data. At Personal ABM, we help clients just starting out resolve these issues through our ABM readiness program. And we help establish intent marketing programs, fill the gaps I just talked about, so they can optimize the program for stronger revenue growth.